In this next episode of The New Millennial Mindset, I will be the interviewee. So stay tuned for the interview. Just my desire to want to help other people hasn't diminished. Um, In fact, just different experiences in my life that I've had, it's made me want to do it even more and understand that um, what I have to offer is pretty important. And I I know if if I can at least touch the lives of, you know, or the life of one person, it'll be worth it for me. So welcome back, episode two. Now I get to interview my lovely wife. <laughs> it's no fun when the rabbit has a gun now, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so without further ado, I don't want to mess anything up with the intro, so I'll just go ahead and let her introduce herself, and then we'll go from there. All right, well, for our listeners, I am Lynette Wilson, Redith Wilson's wife, and um, I am from San Diego, California. I was born and raised there. I have since moved to Montgomery, Alabama, the capital of Alabama. And um, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to talk yeah. a little bit more about that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you currently do? What's your current job? Um, well, I'm currently a project manager um, working mm-hmm. on a utility project. Uh, or I should say multiple utility projects. But uh, yes, that is what I do professionally. Okay. And for the listeners out there, they're leaking into uh, getting into project management. What's some of the things to do? Um, I would say, you know, getting exposure into project management. So if you have the opportunity to become like a project coordinator or um, a business analyst or something like that, those would be pretty good roles to start out in the project management field. Um, I would also say that, you know, if you can train under someone who's like a project management guru, that that would be pretty helpful as well, because they may have contacts to, you know, help get you into a, a certain position or things like that. So... What do you think the uh, current career outlook is for uh, project managers out there? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Project management is huge and it's continuing to grow because, you know, people need things to be tracked in every industry. And project management is like being a professional organizer, if you will. Um, I'm overly, (laughs) you know, I'm oversimplifying that. But, um, yeah, it's just... You need to be really organized. You need to understand um, how, you know, what the big picture looks like. And you need to be able to keep everybody else that have, you know, very special um, expertise. You need to be able to keep all of them on track. So that way you're reaching the project goal. Uh, Tell us more about your education and uh, certifications. Uh, I'm. 
I'm well aware that you did not get a degree in that particular field or that genre. So I'm just curious <laughs> yeah, how you no. got started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, what started my interest in project management was when I was working for a utility company um, at San Diego Gas and Electric, which is uh, the major utility company of San Diego, but also Southern California. And um, I really like I had a couple of, of colleagues that were in. Um, roles that were defined as being under the umbrella of project management. And I really liked um, the projects that they were working on and things like that. And so I thought, hey, you know, it's a lot of organization and tracking and things like that. And it, it just really grabbed my interest. And so um, I was already currently, you know, at that time when, when I became interested, I was already doing a role where I was tracking everything, uh, you know, daily. And I was, you know, I had a lot of responsibility, but I was not called a project manager. So, um, when I got the opportunity to make a shift and go on to an actual IT project in project management, that was kind of where, you know, I figured this is something I, I like, and I, I think I want to move forward with, with this particular area. So, um, as you mentioned, I don't have a degree in project management. I have a degree in accounting and I have a degree in uh, a master's in management. Wow. Accounting and management. Yeah. And you're a project yeah. manager. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's uh, two interesting converging paths, but nevertheless, um, I think it'll be really helpful for my ultimate goal. So, yeah. Okay. And uh, what certifications do you hold? Um, I also have project management certification. So I have a um, PMP. So that's the project management professional uh, certification. And then I also have the ACP, hmm. um, which is the Agile Certified Practitioner Certification. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, I got the ACP while I was studying and well, I had a little downtime from law school. So, yeah. Sometimes. Speaking of which, so <laughs> once again, you are a San Diego native mm -hmm. and you decided to move to Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> I'm, by the way, yeah. am from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> so this isn't too much of a culture shock, but I will let her explain <laughs> how life has been here thus far. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, my husband and I, we moved from San Diego, California. And um, ventured over here to Montgomery, Alabama. I came here for law school. Um, I go to Thomas Good Jones School of Law uh, at Faulkner University. And um, I thought that it would be a really good fit for me in terms of the type of program it is, um, where it's a, a hybrid part-time program, and also just how small the school is and um, how the school really represents you know, faith-based values and giving back to the community and things like that. So those things were really important to me. So making the move here was um, definitely worthwhile. Now that we are actually here, living here and, you know, working here and things like that, um, it's definitely been a, a change of pace. I'd say here in comparison to San Diego, it definitely is a lot slower um, there's Tell me less. about it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tell me about it. No, it's not that bad, guys. It's really not that bad. It's like. Mm. Yeah. Um. 
you have to come and see for yourself. But I do have to say that um, it isn't as much to do. So you definitely have to be open to trying new things to kind of create those like activities to do. Um, and the other thing I do have to say is that the people here have been nice. Um, I agree with that. Yes. The people have been been nice. The food has been good. You know, Very so good. I'm I'm like, yeah. This, uh, and and then of course the the biggest elephant in the room, right, are the finances. So mm-hmm. the financial aspect of this move. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Getting here was really hard. <laughs> it was really expensive. <laughs> And um, California tax, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got us on the way out as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> long live California. IA. But anyway, now that we're here, you know, we're able to realize all of the financial benefits of coming to a place where the cost of living is, you know, a lot less than where we came from. And we've been able to kind of shift our focus and priorities to some other things Um you know, so we can work towards our ultimate goal. Okay, so if I recall this correctly, you're <laughs> currently a project manager, and now mm-hmm. you're studying to be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so please tell <laughs> us, like, why you're yeah. in law altogether. Well, um, I mean, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. I, you know, when I um, was in high school and I made the decision that, hey, I think I'm going to go to West Point. I worked really hard and I actually did get accepted into West Point. And my dream was to become a JAG officer. And um, unfortunately, my um, appointment was rescinded because I could not pass a medical exam uh, due to the vision in one of my eyes not being correctable. So um, I was not able to get any kind of waiver or anything like that. So that dream I had just pretty much... um, I guess I wouldn't say it died because it's now been revived, but it's just taking a different form, I guess you could say. So it's it's something I've always had in the back of my mind. It's something I've always wanted to do, but I just never actively took any, like I didn't take any action to make it a reality. But now that I have, you know, I studied and got accepted into law school and now I'm here and, you know, I, I have to do the work to continue to pass classes and things and I mean it's just my desire to want to help other people hasn't diminished um in fact just different experiences in my life that I've had it's made me want to do it even more and understand that um what I have to offer is pretty important and I, I know if if I can at least touch the lives of you know the or the life of one person it'll be worth it for me all right so tying in with the new millennial mindset podcast and what we're talking about and what we're all about mm-hmm. part of what we're doing is entrepreneurial and uh, tapping mm-hmm. into that entrepreneurial spirit so yeah. uh, please tell us um, particularly with law I know we've had many conversations about it what do mm-hmm. you plan on ultimately doing um, ultimately providing as a service Um, I plan to provide or go into estate planning. Um, That's the area of law that I plan to practice. And so I really want to target those in the community that look like us because there is not enough conversation about um, planning after death. 
and, you know, or planning for death, I should say, because I mean, the the reality is we're all going to die. Like we all came in here and none of us are going to get out unscathed. Like we all have to die. But unfortunately, there is very, very, very little planning in our community for our eventual death. And so um, I would really like to be instrumental in just the education process and, you know, removing that misnomer or that misconception for people that, you know, life insurance is really expensive or that you have to be super rich to have a, a will and that, you know, insurance companies are you know a little sketchy um <laughs> i understand all those those um misconceptions and i definitely want to try to be as um engaged as i can with my community and and just help them understand the importance of those types of tools and you know just helping them helping their family plan and and prepare and i understand you ultimately would like to start your own business as well Yes, absolutely. So um, I actually would like to start my own um, firm. I'll just say firm for now. And uh, eventually, you know, once I graduate law school and I pass the bar and become a licensed (laughs) practicing attorney, then, um, you know, I will be able to kick off that aspect or or that that part of the actual firm uh law firm which will be in the estate planning that's awesome that's awesome i definitely have full faith that you'll do it i have full (laughs) faith that you'll take care of me i really appreciate (laughs) that so (laughs) i have one final question for you yeah you know i got you you know i got you you know i got you boo yeah you better so anyway (laughs) final question and just like you did me on the previous episode um where do you see yourself doing in five years Mm. um why i definitely see myself you know being a practicing attorney having my own law firm having um other attorneys working for me um me just what i i know one thing i do want to focus on is trying to make internships valuable for incoming you know um lawyers or those who are all, you know, they're currently law students that I I would like to give them some transactional experience. Um, It's really difficult to find that when you go and intern at, you know, a a really large law firm. I mean, they're just going to have you pushing papers and doing all the stuff that, you know, nobody else wants to do. But I would like to, you know, have some interns, even if it's a couple, and really give them some valuable experience. So that way they know that if, you know, it, it gives them an idea about if they really would want to go into estate planning. And um, I've talked to, you know, quite a few people who are in this this particular area of law. And they say that, you know, this is definitely one of those areas of law that it, it gives you a good feeling about just what you do and, you know, what you can give back. And so um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's where I see myself. I, I see myself as having a thriving law firm and employing other attorneys. And, you know, hopefully I can make a small um impact on you know some law student somewhere (laughs) um any parting shots uh for the audience 
Um, no, other than, you know, if you have a goal, I would say just go after it and just do it. And, you know, I mean, if, if you get something wrong or something doesn't work out, you know, don't let that, that, um, discourage you, you know, don't focus so much on the failures, but focus more on the success and what does work. I agree. We all go through adversity in life Mm -hmm. and it's not about how or what comes at you. It's about how you respond to those things. Absolutely. um, We're living testimonies Mm -hmm. of it. Uh, We both came from home beginnings. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. still striving uh, to, you know, get to the top level. But, uh, you know, for now, you know, we learn from the best. Uh, We keep it moving. And uh, we hope to learn and hear more from future guests as well as our listeners. So absolutely. All right. Well, for Lynette Wilson, (laughs) uh, I'm Edith Wilson. Thank you for listening. Uh, We had a blast. Take care.